What is up, everyone? This is Avery Smith, creator of Data Career Jumpstart and Snow Data Science. Welcome back to the Data Career Podcast, the podcast that gives you, the data enthusiasts, the tools you need to build an amazing data career. Whether that's breaking into data science, landing a senior data position, or building a new data team or product, this podcast is here to help. So hey everyone, thanks for joining the pod again. This is another Ask Avery session here from April 27th, 2021. This was a very unique one. My computer had to reset and I reset it like two and a half hours before the actual show, but it took forever to reset and didn't actually finish after the show. So I ended up doing this one from my phone, so I'm hoping the audio is okay. Um, I covered what my favorite business books and my favorite data books are, and the importance of data projects and building a personal portfolio when applying to data analytics jobs. I promise, I promise, I promise the other types of episodes, not just the Ask Avery show, will be on the podcast. We'll have other different episodes. They'll be coming out in the future, but life is a little bit crazy right now, so please be patient with me. I promise bigger and better things are on the way. That's it for now, all from me. Hope you guys enjoy the show and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Data Career Podcast. What's up everyone? Happy Tuesday. It's that time of the week again. It is time for the Ask Avery Show. The time of the week where you can ask me any question you want about data science, about building careers, about building a personal brand, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to ask, it's all fair game. And I'm, I'll be here for the next little bit. Once again, my name's Avery Smith. If you're joining in for the first time, I am streaming on LinkedIn. Oh, I'm streaming on LinkedIn and YouTube and Twitch. And today, as you can see, I'm not on my computer. I'm on my phone. So I don't have my microphone. I don't have my headset that I typically use. So I'm really hoping that you guys can hear me. If you are listening right now and you can hear me and you're in the comments, please throw something in, in the comments to let me know that you can hear me. I am, <laughs> I'm on my iPhone and uh, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy day. Um, my, or my computer has now been resetting for two hours. It's been like on the reset page for two hours. So I can't freaking believe it. Um, it's, it says it was gonna take 24 minutes. It has been at nine minutes for like, honestly, like a half hour. So anyways, that's why I'm on my phone. So anyways, if you're here, say what's up in the comments. I see we got, we got Danny here. Danny, yes, what's up, my friend? How's it going in Australia? Hope you're doing well. Um, I know we also have, we're supposed to have a guest today, so we'll see if they come. But in the meantime, we'll just, uh, we'll just answer some questions. Danny, Danny's asking if I have a Mac. Yeah, I just have a laptop, so I can show you. That's my computer right there. And I have hooked up to dual monitors, um, but I'm, I'm updating to the new uh, OS and uh, it's taking forever. So if you, if you have a Mac and you haven't updated to the new OS, just like expect it to take two hours. Unless you have like a newer computer than me, then it might be faster. I have a 2013, so it's a little bit old. So anyways, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. Um, I'll be answering as many questions as, as that pop in today. I do know that we had a few that were in the comments earlier today um, that I do want to talk about. <laughs> I wish I had the M1 Mac. It's 2013, so it is not an M1 Mac. It is a very old Mac. I need a new computer, that's for sure. Um, 
I, I got an interesting question earlier today from, from Kai Val that I wanted to address that I thought was very interesting. He says, how do you write a resume focused on data with no work experience, just personal projects? And this is a, a question I'm very passionate about. How do you have a data science resume or some sort of a data resume without even having any data experience? And to be honest, I think that's, it might sound like a disadvantage, but I think having personal projects is such an advantage that it almost outweighs your personal or, or sorry, your professional experience. And that's not always true. Uh, professional experience, especially, you know, if you're doing the right thing and you have really relevant experience that, you know, that's very, very valuable. But the idea is that personal projects are so powerful. It's a way that an employer can realize how skilled you are and that you can do what you actually say you can do. Um, and it also, you know, everyone has some sort of schooling, everyone has some sort of work experience, but not everyone has personal projects. So I think, I think having personal projects on your resume is a huge win, um, especially when you're trying to get any job, but especially in data science. Um, and so how do you write a resume focused with no work experience, just personal projects? Um, and I wish my computer was working because I would show you my resume. Um, my resume, I have kind of a header at the top and then it's kind of two columns, the left column and the right column. And my whole right column is just personal projects and skills. So I'd say like half my resume is just personal projects. So I think you can really like have that take up a big part of your resume because it's so interesting. It's what makes you you. It's what makes you unique. Um, and I like to obviously like a normal resume, you know, include action verbs, things that are important. Like, oh yeah, I built this. This is why I built it. This is what it does. Um, but for me, um, and now, you know, now that I'm hiring, the thing that is key to me is I want to see an action. And so I think resumes are dead. Resumes are so dead. And that's not exactly true, but they will be in the next 10 years, in the next five years, or at least it'll be transformed. The PDF or the, I guess PDF is still okay, but just the paper resume of bullet points is going to be so dead so quickly. And it's going to be replaced by one, showing evidence like a portfolio. So, you know, whether that's projects online, you're going to send the URL, you're going to show them a software they can download and try for themselves and be like, wow, look, this, this is what you, what you guys want to do. I did something pretty similar. So what do you think? Like, are we a good match? And two by social media, just the ability to post on social media, those projects and have a personal brand online is going to destroy job applications. It literally is. Um, the other day, there's a Utah uh, venture capitalist, his name's Scott Paul, and he posted a job opening on, on a LinkedIn post. He said all the requirements and he said, tag me, he said, tag me with your accolades. And I think that's really how we're going to transform. So to answer the question, resume focused on no work experience, just projects. I think you're fine. Make it a big part of your resume. If you have, if you have it on GitHub, that's good. Link to that on the resume. So a PDF, they can click in, but even better have a portfolio somewhere online that they can go explore blog posts that you can read about it or have it the deployed project in action and actually have them be able to see it. That's what's most impressive. If you could have a project that's deployed online in the data world, you're so much more of a, of a better candidate than you would be otherwise. For this most recent job that I'm hiring for, I, to be honest, I really didn't consider anyone that did not have a personal portfolio or some project online that was deployed where I could see the evidence. GitHub code was eh, in between, 
but I'm lazy. I don't want to go through someone's GitHub code. I want to see the results, results, results. Show me that deployed. Show me that in a blog post. Show me the results. That's all I care about, value. So hopefully that answers your question, Kaival. I really appreciate the, the uh, question. So we got some, some questions here. We got Michael Green. What's up, Michael Green? I'm uh, just doing the show, just answering some questions. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Oh, Ricardo. Ricardo asked a, a really uh, interest, or interesting comment. He said, this is an awesome question for me. I can totally relate. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate. And, and to be honest, um, when I was getting data science, I didn't have the education background. You know, that, that was, that was kind of hard for me is I didn't really have, you know, a math degree. I mean, I had a chemical engineering degree, which is basically an applied math degree, but it's not a stats degree. You know, it's not a computer science degree. And so you really have to rely on those projects on your resume to speak for you and speak of your credentials. Um, I think that's really key. Michael says, this is a great initiative here. Thank you for hosting this. Yeah, of course. Um, for those who don't know, I host this once a week on Tuesdays right now at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, that's the time I'm trying right now. I don't know if I'm going to stick with it or not. Um, you can always leave me a question, um, either written or you can join the join the show. Someone was supposed to join the show tonight. Doesn't look like they've come yet. Um, and uh, I've obviously had some technical issues because we are still at nine minutes. We are seven minutes into this uh, live stream and we're still nine minutes on the, the computer restart. Um, all right, Ricardo's got a question. Where do I start in a project? Your advice. So if you're starting with a project, I would always start with something that's practical and interesting to you in your life. So for instance, for me, I really like running right now. I'm really into running. I just ran my first marathon. I try to run at least three or four times a week. And I think it's really interesting. And I record all of my runs using an app called Strava. And it basically records how fast I was going, how far I went, the elevation that I gained, those types of things. So that's something that's interesting to me. And I really want to keep track of how far I'm running. And so I would do a project based on something that you're interested in. So that's the first one is do something you're interested in. The second one is do something that your, that your dream employer is interested in. So Ricardo, let's say, and you, you can say in the comment here, where, where is your dream job? You know, what industry, you know, for me, one of my dream jobs was to be an MBA data scientist. Um, I just think that'd be really fun. I love the MBA. I love basketball. And so if I wanted to get a job with an MBA team, I would think, okay, you know, what, what would a job in an MBA team look like? What does my dream job look like? What type of tasks are they trying to solve? What problems do they have? What's keeping them up at night? And try to solve those problems in a personal project. So if, for instance, we go back to the MBA, I might think, okay, well, uh, if I want to be, you know, a data scientist for the Utah Jazz, um, we're about to go into the playoffs and we're going to have maybe matchups. So maybe, maybe I'm going to look at who we're going to play in the first round and do some data analysis on matchups between, you know, the Utah Jazz and their opponent. I'm going to try to solve a real world problem that's very applicable to them. That's going to make it, oh, wow. You know, look at Avery solved this problem on his own. We have a very similar problem or that could be applied to this problem. It's going to make you as a really good candidate. So when choosing a project, I would do one, something you're interested in or two, something that is really key to your dream job that would make you a very good candidate. So hopefully that answers your question, Ricardo. Okay, what other questions we have? Throw them in the comments. In the meantime, I'm gonna take another one that Matt Thomas asked me earlier in the week. 
What are you reading now for business, for pleasure? The last five, five data science books that you read. So basically, what have been what have I been reading recently? And I actually just put in this new. Uh, so I'm in my new office, by the way. If you guys haven't seen this background before, um, this is this is my new office. Um, for those who don't know, I moved back. Oh, sorry, the camera's getting a little fidgety. I moved back to Utah um, from Texas in about let's think. I guess that was March 1st. I moved back. Um, we bought a home actually in November, but we've been renting it out and now we're renovating it and so now i'm finally finally in my office i'll give you guys a little sneak peek okay so here's my my computers i have my sit and standing desk finally back um here's a closet with a chair right there um okay over here i have my lights and my pegboard okay i'm really excited about those and then this is my this is my bookshelf over here so uh, this is this is where I keep. I just got this set up. This is where I keep all of my favorite books. So I'm going to show you a few of my favorite books that I've read recently. I'm just finishing Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I think is is really good. I really like that book um, quite a bit. Um, so I would recommend that one. I haven't quite finished it yet, but it's been good so far. Um, but I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you some of my favorite books real fast. All right. So when it comes to business books. I love a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. If you haven't heard of him, look him up. I really like his stuff. He's a serial entrepreneur, serial uh, venture capitalist, and really good at social media marketing and personal brands. So this is his first book. It's called, uh, what is it called? I just call it Crush It. Why now is the time to crush it? Cash in on your passion. I love this book and I try to live its principles. So that's probably my favorite business book followed up by how I built this with Guy Raz. So if you guys have listened to the podcast, uh, Guy Raz is phenomenal. He tells the stories of some of the coolest entrepreneurs in the entire world and how they built their businesses. And this is a book basically summarizing his lessons that he's learned over the last you know couple of years. And it is so good. Like 10 out of 10 would recommend. Great business book. I, I really love it. Those are, those are such good books. Um, Come back to those questions in a bit. Okay, in terms of data books, I have this whole package right here. It's kind of heavy. It's a two-hander, that's for sure. Um, these are my favorite uh, data visualization books. They're the Edward Tufte books. So there's, you can see there's four books here, Beautiful Evidence, Visual Explanations, Envisioning Information, and the Visual Display of Quantitative Information. Those four books for data visualization, I think of as the Bible. They're phenomenal fantastic books, um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. So those are my favorite business books and my favorite data books probably at the moment. I have quite a bit more on the wall, Storytelling with Data, Big Book of Dashboards, the sequel to Crush It called Crushing It. I have Moneyball, um, The Art of Statistics. I have, I have a lot of books. I could talk about books for, for a long time, but those, those are some of the highlights right there. Okay, let's see. We got another question here from, I'm sorry if I'm gonna say your name wrong. Oh, hey guys, looks looks like my computer might be done. Let's see. Oh yeah, it's resetting now. See, we got the Apple logo. Almost almost when the show's done, that's pretty funny. All right, the Vasanth. Sir, as now, how much is job opportunities for data scientists as a college student? To get a job as a fresher, what do you think the skill set is required for a fresher? 
So basically, what do I think is necessary to get a job out of college or in college as a data scientist? And one, I think this is getting easier. In the past, data scientist jobs have mostly been for PhD students or master's students. But now I don't think that's necessarily the case, especially if you go back to the question that Kaival asked earlier or Ricardo asked earlier, and that's projects. If you can show evidence that you are viable, that you bring value to an organization, you're going to get hired. So that's the number one thing to keep in mind. What value am I bringing to this organization? And can I prove it to them before I even get there? Before I even get there, can I solve one of the problems that they're trying to solve? So that's, that's the number one thing I would try to recommend is solve a problem they're trying to solve before you even start working for them. Um, okay, but in terms of skills that you need to get your first data job, I mean, you have to have some data skills. You need to decide what company you're trying to go for and what needs they have and what you're already good at, what you already know. Um, but I would try to at least get really good at one of the skills. So you might get really good at data visualization. You might get good at you know, making charts in Tableau or Power BI. That would be a great start, right? In one of those, you can get really good at making dashboards. That could be your superpower. Or if you're like Danny Ma, your superpower could be SQL. And you guys maybe have seen uh, Danny Ma's SQL, eight-week SQL ch challenge, you know? Check that out. Do that. Make SQL your superpower, okay? Um, or you can have Python be your superpower. Um, and, and maybe Python is too broad as a superpower. You know, maybe you're really good at data cleaning. You're really good at pandas. Or maybe you're really good at machine learning. You can do TensorFlow. You can do scikit-learn. Find some skill and just get good at it. It doesn't really matter which one, or I guess it does matter. It just depends on what company you're trying to go for. Um, I don't know what you're, trying to, what you're trying to aim for, but there's so many good skills to learn. And if you can learn one of those skills and then demonstrate a project, you're in good shape. So I hope that helps answer your question. All right, another question here. Elias, hello, Avery. I have a master's in analytics, but I feel I forgot most of the courses. Yeah, me too. As I graduated two years ago, and my main work now is descriptive analytics. Um, what do you recommend a statistics book to combine all data science, data science statistics, including probability? So Elias is wondering, you know, he's, he's got this degree, but he feel like he hasn't used much from his classes just because the last two years, he's mostly been doing descriptive analytics. So what do you recommend a statistics book thing that is a bunch of statistics, including probability? Um, that's a good question. Um, there's a book, I can't remember the name of it right now, but the one, I only have one statistics book. I'm not a huge fan of statistics, to be honest. Kind of funny. Um, but uh, I mean, they're great. I'm just not good at it, I guess, <laughs> is what I really mean. Um, so I have one statistics book on the wall, and I haven't even read it all the way. Um, I actually won it, so I don't even, I've read, I've read probably a fourth of it. It's called The Art of Statistics, How to Learn from Data um, by David Spagelhalter. And uh, that, uh, that's a pretty good book. It has a lot of good, uh, good stuff in it. it. It covers a lot of like really practical uh, solutions um, and practical, you know, uh, takes. I'm just looking at the, the contents here. Has Bayesian statistics, has probability and putting probability and statistics together, algorithms, analytics, and prediction, you know, regression. I think I think there's quite a bit of, of good in this book. So once again, that's the art of statistics. Um, and it's it's also like less of a textbook and more of like a storybook, which I turn I tend to to learn better with with stories. Um, and like with more like narrative and examples versus just like random, random like math. I don't do as well. Uh, 
Okay, great. Yeah, Vasanth asked, yeah, what was that name? Yeah, and Ricardo already answered it. Danny Ma, he was on the show, or he was on uh, in the comments earlier. D-A-N-N-Y space M-A. He has an awesome sequel challenge going on right now. Um, any other questions, feel free to ask me. Seems like on Twitch, we have a uh, spammer here that says, want to become famous by followers and viewers. Bigfollows.com. Should I do it, guys? What do you guys think? I don't know. Elias is asking who the uh, author is. It is David Spagel Halter. Um, hopefully you can see that there. And I actually, if I was on my computer, I have a website or a, uh, a section now. Um, it's called kit.co, K-I-T.co. Um, and you can search me, Avery Smith. And it has like all my recommendations for books, for office gear, stuff like that. So I was going to show you guys today, but obviously my computer's been down and I've been stuck on my cell phone. So can't show you that. Okay. Any last questions? I think we covered all of the questions that we got from before the show. Any questions in the comments real fast right here? Um, in the meantime, I'll, I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek. Because you guys are watching, we're 20 minutes into the live stream. If you're watching right now, okay, I want you to pause. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on a little bit of secret, okay? Um, so here, here it comes. I'm going to spill some beans. I haven't told this to that many people, so uh, get ready. This is this. I think it's interesting, uh, but I've been working on a pretty big project that I'm pretty excited about. I haven't really fully announced it. I've dropped hints here and there. I'm dropping another hint right now, um, and that is what the project I've been working on. Um, it's the logo in the upper right-hand corner. Oh, upper. Oh, wait, where is it? Oh, right there, right there. That logo right there is something I'm really, really, really excited about and really proud of. Um, it's called Data Career Jumpstart. It's a course I'm working on that's really comprehensive, okay? It's basically teaching every secret and skill that I've tried to, to learn over the last couple of years put into a course. I'm actually kind of nervous that I'm giving too much away um, in the course. Like it's, I'm giving everything that I know basically away. Um, and it's, it's kind of a combination course. The whole goal is going back to the, the thing that Ricardo talked about earlier or Kaival asked about earlier. And that is how to break into data science without necessarily having the professional experience and, or the educational, you know, certification. So you don't have a master's degree. You don't have a bachelor's in you know in math in computer science in statistics how do you break into data science okay that's the answer i'm trying to i'm trying to answer in this course and the answer is really based on projects making a data science portfolio and building a personal brand around those projects that you're doing and that's what this whole course teaches you to do it teaches you from scratch what is data science what tools do you need how to do projects how to apply data science principles and how to build a personal brand and do interviews and apply for jobs, that's gonna get you a high paying job really quickly and make you a lot happier. Um, so I'm really excited about this course. Um, we'll be coming out, I haven't, I haven't set a launch date yet, um, but hopefully soon, sooner rather than later. I'm hoping before fall, um, because like I said, it's a lot of work, it's a, it's a giant course. It's gonna be you know, hours and hours and hours long. Um, but it's it's gonna be totally worth it. My goal is to basically replace a data science boot camp 
those are typically like 14 weeks for like five hours a week. You know, my goal is basically to, uh, to replace that. Cause those are usually eight to 15 to $20,000. Um, so I'm trying to basically replace that, uh, and make it way cheaper for you guys. So my, my kind of, my motto is five times better and five times cheaper than data science bootcamp. Um, so that, that's my goal is to, is to make it way better and way cheaper. And Ricardo's asking, when will that launch? I don't know yet. Um, cause I'm trying to make it as good, as good, as good as I possibly can. Um, yeah, Ricardo says, yeah, mine was 24 weeks long. Yeah. They're typically pretty long. Um, they're typically pretty expensive. I think, I think most of the time they're pretty, pretty good or pretty okay. Um, I've actually been asked to teach about two to three boot camps now. Um, some from universities and some from private organizations. Um, so for instance, Rice University um, asked me to teach a boot camp back in January or December. Um, I think that one was about $15,000. Um, another private organization asked me to teach one that was 12 weeks long and that was $4,500. Um, anyways, I'm just, I'm really excited for this to come out. I'm, I'm aiming for July, um, but I'm not ready yet because it, there's still, there's still a ton of work to go into it and things like, things like this. I don't know if you guys can see that progress bar. It still hasn't reset. My computer has been doing this for two and a half hours. It does not help. It's like, I can't get any work done in these two and a half hours. Anyways. Oh, 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 before I go, before I go, any last questions, by the way, go ahead and throw them in the comments on LinkedIn or YouTube. Um, but the last thing I want to do, I, I want to drop you guys a hint, another, another secret I haven't really announced yet, but go ahead and check this out. Okay. Remember that in the, this little logo right here, the rocket ship that's coming out of the laptop, that's called data career jumpstart. Okay. And that's what I tried to, you know, talk about is data and careers. Um, that's kind of my niche. Um, I have started a podcast. Okay. I would love, love, love for all of you guys to check out the podcast. Um, it's called data career podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts, you know, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, all those places should be there. Um, I'm really excited about it. I think it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm still working on it, but there's, there's, I think eight episodes already on there that you can go hang out and go check out. So go check out the data career podcast. Okay. Data career podcast. It would make my day if you subscribe and if you listen and if you like it, leave a review and a rating, that would be awesome. On the podcast, there is the ask Avery show, um, audio that gets put on there. And there's also the, um, interviews that I do with people and then just some random other things as well. So check out the podcast. If you care about data, if you care about careers, with that being said, I know this is a short Ask Avery show, but since I'm on my phone and we didn't have too many questions this week, I'm going to go ahead and call it a day. Thank you everyone who joined, um, especially Ricardo. Thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. Elias, thank you for joining. Appreciate it. Uh, Vanseth, really appreciate your question. Um, Kaival, appreciate your question. Oh, I missed, I missed Natalia. Shoot. I missed Natalia. I'm going to answer your, I'm going to ask your, I'm going to answer your question right now. I'm a chemical engineer as well. I'm so interested in learning Python data science. What do you think the best way to learn it is? So Natalia, I'm so sorry. I missed your question. I'm glad that I went through the, the, the comments to see it. I, I think the, I think the best way to learn data science is through uh, data career jumpstart. 
I, that's genuinely my my answer because that's what I'm trying to make data career jumpstart the best way to learn Python and get into data science. Um, but my short answer, I guess, other than that, is okay. You just got to put in the work. You know, learning to code, learning Python is no easy thing. You just got to show up day after day, bug after bug, and keep going and not get dis not get discouraged because it's so easy to get discouraged. And so the way that you're not going to get discouraged is has have an end goal in sight. Have like the thing that you're driving for and you're working for. And, you know, I think that could be a job. You're like, oh, I want to be, I want to work from home and I want to work for Microsoft. And you're like working towards that goal every single day. You know, you're charging, you're working hard, you're hustling. And when you're learning along the way, I think doing the exercises online can be pretty boring. So what I would suggest doing is doing projects. That goes back to what we've been talking about. Pick something you're interested in. Pick a problem that Microsoft has and solve that problem, Natalia. I promise if you do that long enough, you're going to grow to love Python. You're going to grow to love data science. You're going to grow to love programming. And you're going to create a portfolio that's going to blow away employers. I promise you. That's, that's the way to go, Natalia. So sorry I missed your question, but I hope that, that, helps, it, that helps answer that. Thank you so much once again. I really appreciate that, that question. Um, I want to thank Danny and Michael for being here earlier. If you guys don't follow them, go follow them. Great people in the data community on LinkedIn. Um, we got uh, Habibi. Habib, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining. Um, we got uh, Abungu. Thank you, too, for joining. I'm glad that you're also a chemistry data guy. That's very cool. We're, we're a rare breed, so we got to stay together. Muhammad, <laughs> thank you for joining. I appreciate it. Um, if, if you're late, you can always watch this on the podcast, on YouTube, on LinkedIn in the past. So that's no problem. Habib um, asks, how can we find project ideas? That's part of the problem. And I talk about this in, in the Data Career Jumpstart course that will be releasing later this fall. But uh, one, of, one of the best ways is to just think about what you enjoy. That's, that's the first thing and what, what, what company you want to work for. Um, but then the other place is Kaggle's a really good resource. Go check out Kaggle.com, K-A-G-G-L-E.com. They have a lot of really cool data sources that you can look into and learn more about. Um, so I think that's, that's a great place to go. Very valuable, very interesting for project idea, ideas. Astique, thank you for joining. Thank you guys all for joining. Um, if you guys missed the show, if you guys are joining late, please, please, please mark it on your calendars every Tuesday at this time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I don't know all the international ones. I only know the U.S. ones, so sorry. <laughs> but just, just know it's 8 p.m. Eastern, and you could probably uh, calculate it off that. Um, you can go and subscribe to the Data Career Podcast and listen to these in, in the post. Or you can check out my YouTube channel, Avery Smith Data Scientist, and check out the Ask Avery shows in the previous sessions on YouTube. Um, of course, if you're not uh, connected with me on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn, Avery Smith. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the next week. Hopefully my computer restarts by then and we'll catch you guys later. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday or Wednesday, wherever you're at. And yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Bye-bye.